0: Happy Friday, everybody. Every Friday is a Friday over here on the Inspired Women podcast. And by the time that you hear this, we in the United States will have just celebrated Thanksgiving. Now, I know a lot of people who are like, I am not celebrating Thanksgiving. That has a bad juju. I agree, it has bad juju. Because anybody who has taken... A history class that's not sugar-coated <laughs> or whitewashed, you know it did not end very well for the Native Americans after their feast with the pilgrims. Mm-mm. They were massacred. So if you didn't know that, newsflash. They were massacred. Well, not good. I, why did we start celebrating Thanksgiving? Who knows? We want to make it pretty and pretend and forget all the bad things we do. This happens all the time. There's lots of things in history where we try to forget all the bad things we did. So, I did not know that until I was an adult, but have decided to change the premise of Thanksgiving. Like, just change the premise of Thanksgiving. For me, I'm celebrating all the good things, what I'm thankful for, you know, being around family, all of those things, and that's what I'm going to focus on with my kids because, I'm recording this before Thanksgiving. <laughs> now, I wanted to talk about being thankful for things and expressing our gratitude. It is not just some, you know, random thing people talk about. It's, it's There's actual legitimate science behind how expressing we're thankful for things changes our mindset and our attitude. Because there's a lot of times that we just get stuck in rut like bad things happen and we just go into this victim mode and we're just like what was me my life sucks everything sucks I mean the world is against me why do bad things keep happening to me the problem is is we are like a magnet for the things that we believe right so if you believe your life sucks everybody's against you you will be a magnet for everybody being against you and your life sucks. Your brain wants you to be right. Your brain wants you to be right. So if you're you're telling your brain, my life sucks, everything bad happens to me, the whole world's against me, guess what? Your brain will start looking for evidence that you're right. And that's all you'll see. It'll become like this cycle of shit <laughs> that's just gonna fall. It's gonna rain down. Um, but, you know, if you start saying, you know this bad thing happened. That's awesome. But look at this, these good things that happened, or look at this thing that came out of it. Or, you know, wow, now I'm able to see that this needs to happen. You know, I see this in the mental health community sometimes where people will look at their mental illness as like this thing that just happens to them. And, you know, Why me? Woe is me, you know. But then I see mental health advocates who are like, look at me. Like, look at what I'm able to overcome. And even though I have this anxiety or depression or bipolar disorder, I'm able to accomplish some mad shit. And that's because the difference between the two is one person is seeing, you know, their mental health struggles as not – I shouldn't say strength. Strength isn't the the correct – Word for that, but you know, not seeing it as a weakness. We'll, we'll go there. Well, the other person's complete victim, you know, woe is me. We see this a lot. I see this in the domestic violence um, arena. People are either domestic violence victims or domestic violence survivors, and there's a complete different mentality between the two of them. I was actually talking to a friend this past weekend, and we were talking about, you know, sharing your story and how. Some people don't know how to share their story either because they're in it and you should never share your story if you're still in it. Like if you're still struggling, like you're in the midst of the shit storm, that's not the time to share it. The time to share is when you're coming out of it or um, you're completely out of it. This is the past because you want when you're talking, when you're speaking, when you're sharing things. You it's okay to bring people down. Cause when you're talking about mental illness or domestic violence, you're gonna bring people down, but you wanna bring them back up. You wanna show that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, or this is like this is what I've learned, these are the tools and resources, or you wanna bring people back up because otherwise you just suck their soul and they're like oh my god why did I come and listen to this that now my soul hurts right now you know it's really important when we're sharing um you know the shady parts of life that we're able to bring people back out of that because you don't want to leave people in the suck you don't want to trigger people either I mean because mental illness can be triggering domestic violence a lot of the things we talk about on the podcast are triggering but if you'll see, there's a theme with the stories that I share, the, the women I interview is, yes, we might talk about some really rough, shitty parts of their story. Like some things that you're like, oh, my gosh, how did they get out of this? But we bring you back out of it because we share, you know, where they are today, their successes, their wins, their motivation, their inspiration, and the things they've learned. It's really important. So as I'm, you know, talking about the different things we're thankful for, it's really important that we focus on those things instead of focusing on all the things that are going wrong or going bad. We want our brains to be looking for like those lights at the end of the tunnel, those things that we're thankful for, the inspiration, the motivation, the things that we have learned. Those are the things that we want to look for. I always say in the shittiest of situations, there is something that comes out of it that's good. Like there is something that comes out of it that's good. I see a lot of people who use the bad things that have happened in their life to build a platform to inspire other people to help other people, right? I mean, look at I have for a prime example, and this is just coming up because December 1st, if you're in the Hampton Roads area, and I'll link this up in the show notes, I'm speaking at domestic violence workshop. My friend Nisha Himes, who I will link her episode up in the show notes, um, the founder of Grow Foundation, she asked me to come and speak and to share a bit of my story that I have not shared very much of, so this is going to be fun. I've healed it, so we we can talk about it, but she asked me to come speak. Nisha is a prime example of somebody who used a really shitty situation, and we share that in her episode. And use that to build a platform, and now she's helping domestic violence victims and survivors. Like she's helping to raise awareness around domestic violence using her story, using the things that she's been through. But victim mentality does not do that. People who are in a victim mentality don't use their platform to inspire and to help. They use their 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 platform to get pity, to get attention, to um have people feel sorry for them to say woe is me like you'll see these people because you're constantly seeing that their their posts and what they say is um look at me look at me attention 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 versus look at what has happened, look at where I am, look at the story. This might be you too. This is how, how this can help you. The difference is, is a victim is me focused. It's all about me, what's happening to me, my life sucks, everything. While a somebody who's a survivor is more outward focused. How can I help the world? How can I help the community? How can I help other people? How can I use what I've been through to improve my life and other people's lives and I can say this with honest sincerity I know the difference because I've been there like if you had talked to me eight years ago I was a complete victim mentality I'm going to share this on the workshop on de- December 1st so if you are in the Hampton Roads area please come join us I I will only be saying this for another like seven months and then I'll be moving and then I will be saying if you are in the Groton Connecticut area <laughs> Let me know. Anyways, um, I was in a complete victim mentality when I first left my abusive relationship and I married my husband. So the first three years of my marriage, complete victim mentality. Facebook shows me this all the time. Like Facebook shows me my memories. I'm like, oh, God, girl, shut up. What is wrong with you? Snap out of it. Life does is not that bad. Like, I'm just, I don't say that about other people, but I totally judge myself, okay? (laughs) Like, I'm like, if I had met Megan from like eight years ago, I would have shook her real hard and been like, bitch, come on, wake up now. (laughs) You're all right. (laughs) Life is not as shitty as you think it is. I mean, I had like, I, I mean, I had the family I have now. I had a wonderful husband and children and all, but I was complete victim, did not empower myself, did not seek out help, did not... You know, I was just, I was in it. I was in the suck, completely in the suck. And it wasn't until after my suicide attempt five years ago that I, that was the rock bottom moment that like sprung me into who I am today. You know, if you had met me eight years ago, I would have been a completely different person. This podcast wouldn't even have been a possibility for me eight years ago. But who I am today is completely different. I look at like old Megan. I'm like, come on, girl, wake up. What is, you know, but I was in complete victim mentality. Like, woe is me. Look at all the shitty things that have happened in my life. But look, now, I mean, a lot of shitty things have happened in my life. I I literally said to my therapist the other day, I'm like, how is it that I'm, semi well adjusted and I've been through all this shit and she was just we were talking about resilience and she was like look at how you use you know what you've been through to learn and to heal and to grow and to help other people she's like that's a lot different than somebody who's been through these things and internalize it And I'm like well I did internalize it for the longest time but part of the thing that helps me is to reflect on what I'm thankful for. What are the things I'm thankful for? Maybe I don't like my house cuz I really don't. I'm really excited to move to Connecticut and get a bigger house and, you know, not live in this house. But I'm thankful to have a roof over my head cuz at one point in time, I lived in a single wide trailer with my sister and our three kids, okay? Like I'm talking single wide trailer. Not, not double wide, tiny little thing with my sister and my three kids. That that was like eight years ago, guys. That was like eight years ago. I was living in a single wide trailer with my sister and our three kids, okay? Like I look at my life now and I'm like, look at, you know, I may not like all the things that are going in my life. It may suck that my husband and I have to live apart. You know, he's going to deploy in like two years or something like that. I don't know. Some point in time, he's going to be deploying in the next couple of years. Those things suck. But when I reflect back at like how far I've come and the wonderful parts of my life and the things I'm thankful for, that helps me have perspective and it helps me not to go into that victim mentality and I'm able to say, you know what? I'm pretty close to living my best life right now. Like, I think the only thing that's holding me back is I really wanna be a psychologist, but that's gonna require me to, you know, finish my schooling. There's certain things that, but I can look at like, I'm so thankful that I have this time that I'm not a single mom, working full time, trying to have a social life and going to school full time. I have a spouse who is helping to support the family so I can focus on my studies. Like, those are things I can look at and I can, you know, say, I'm so thankful for what I am today. So I want you to use gratitude to be able to empower yourself and not get stuck in that victim mentality to start to heal those pieces and the things that you've been through. Healing is so important. And sometimes healing does require you seek out professional help. And There's nothing wrong with seeking out a therapist. I will say this all day every day. And you need to seek out a professional instead of being like I'm going to I'm going to pay this random life coach who claims they can do this thing and then they fuck you up, okay? Like I'm not saying I'm a life coach, okay? But I stay in my lane. I know the things I can and cannot do. Just know that the coaching industry is not highly regulated, and some people will say they can do things that they cannot do. So, you know, you need to do your due diligence. You need to do your research on them. You need to see their qualifications. You need to really say, like, hey, what is this thing they're claiming they can do? Um, Where's that coming from? Uh, Get testimonials from people who have actually, you know, gotten help from them, all these things. And if at any point in time you're working with them and you're like, you are not staying in your lane. Cut it. Cut it out. Just cut it out. Just cut it out. Like, my lane is boundaries, self-care, time management. Might sprinkle a little, like, business advice and stuff in there. But I'm not a business coach. None of that. I'm not going to help work with you on depression because guess what, dude? I'm not qualified to do that. But... I'm just saying. So when you're seeking out a professional, please seek out a professional, somebody who has the qualifications to help you with the things that you've been through. If you've been through trauma, these are people that you want to know who have the qualifications to help you heal your trauma. My therapist is amazing. She's awesome. If you live in the Hampton Roads area, hit me up. I'll send you her information. I don't know if she's taking new clients, but she might be. She's awesome. She's awesome like she's the bomb she helps me and we it's like a freaking onion like each layer we pull back there's another layer underneath that we've got to heal and work through and just keep working you know it's pandora's box i can't close that bitch now like it's open and you're like i see all of the things all of the things but you know what i am far better than i was six months ago and i am far better than i was five years ago so it's growth Focusing on what I'm thankful for and saying, Hey, I am a survivor of the things that I've been through. I'm a survivor, I'm not a victim, and I'm so thankful for the things I've been through because I would not be here today having these conversations with you had I not been through them. So, to wrap it all up in a nice, pretty bow, focus on the things you're thankful for, heal the parts of you that need to be healed. Go from a victim mentality to survivor mentality, empower yourself to see that life's not against you. All the shit does not just happen to you. It may seem like that right now, but it really has to do with mentality. And what are you being a magnet for? Like, if you're if you're focusing on all the bad things, you're going to see more bad things. Um, That's how our brain works. That's how our brain works. So I hope you guys have an absolutely fabulous day. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can see every episode when it pops up. Also share this out with some friends. I would love to end 2018 with a bang of new subscribers and new people listening to the podcast. All right, guys, I hope you have an absolutely fabulous day and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Inspired Women podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family, and join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.